You're listening to the Pastor Moats Podcast. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 in your Bibles this morning. We continue our follow after series. And this is message number 8. Depending on how you look at it, could be message number 9. I called one message part A and part B. So, But we're around 8 or 9 somewhere uh, since the beginning of the year. And I trust this series has been a blessing to you. It's been a challenge to me, I have to tell you. Follow after. That's been the, the theme. And uh, we've been taking a look through the Bible and, and uh, pointing out the passages of, of Scripture that tell us as believers, as born-again believers, those things that we should be pursuing with great intensity, those things that we should be pursuing with earnestness and passion. In other words, those things that we should be pursuing with all of our hearts. These are characteristics, qualities, character traits, virtues, values that should be the grand objects of our pursuit. That's the idea of the the term follow after or follow. These are things that I should give myself to, things that I should run after. Remember, it's written in the present tense, which means this should be continuous in my life. Every day, every decision, following after these things. It's written in the imperative, so it's not something that is merely a suggestion, it is a command. We're going to shift gears just a little bit this morning and begin to look at who we should follow after. And the Scripture has some things to say about who we should be following after. Who should I pattern my life after? Whose example should I follow? Well, I think a good place to start is with the Apostle Paul. I don't think I'd get any argument if I said there's not a greater saint in the Word of God. And by the way, a saint is someone who's born again, someone who's saved. There's not a greater saint in the Word of God than the Apostle Paul. And I want to show you some powerful statements that he made under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And that's why I had you turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 4. And I want you to look with me down at verse 16. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, and let's look together beginning at verse 16. Wherefore, I beseech you. That word beseech means I implore you, I pray you. It can even be I beg you, wherefore I beseech you, be ye followers 
of me. Now, Paul is writing this, and I want you to look at the word followers there, and I've put some notes up on the screen for you. Mimetos is the Greek word. You thought I only spoke southern. (laughs) Mimetos is the Greek word, and that's how you say it. I'm not making it up. And we get our English words, mom, and mimic, and mimeograph from this particular Greek term. So it means to impersonate or to copy or to mimic. So if you think about a mom, you've seen those, they usually paint their faces white and they, they do stuff, you know, without saying, I'm not a good one. So I'm not going to try and have you laughing at me. But you know what I'm talking about. Okay, and they're mimicking these actions. They don't have to say anything. You can watch them and you realize what they're portraying, what they're doing. And then we all know what the word mimic means, right? You've been mimicked and you've mimicked other people. Now, I know you have, so there's no reason to deny that. I know you have. Brother Mark, being from South Carolina, you know how many times my accent has been mimicked over the last 25 years, over and over and over again. So we know what it means to mimic someone. You understand Paul is saying, I want you to mimic me. And I'm going to show you why he could say this in just a moment from the Scripture. He's saying, you know what? I just want you to mimic me. It's all right. Go ahead and impersonate me. Go ahead and copy me, mimeograph machine. You take that stencil, you take that original, and from that stencil or that original, you make all these copies. And Paul is saying, you know what? I want you to just go ahead and be a carbon copy of me. That's a powerful statement, isn't it? That's a powerful, powerful statement. Be ye followers, imitators, carbon copies of me. Again, quite a statement. Would you dare say that? Would you dare say that? Did you know you're supposed to be able to say that? I'm supposed to be able to say that? Let me ask you something. What's going to happen, and you and I would do well to think about this very seriously, what's going to happen if others mimic you? What's going to happen if others end up a carbon copy of you? What's going to happen if others impersonate you? What's going to happen? What about your children? 
You remember that saying, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree? What's going to happen if your children end up carbon copies of you? What if others end up talking the way you talk, thinking the way you think, acting the way you act, having the attitude that you have, living the way you live? What's going to happen if they share the same degree of interest in the Lord that you share? The same degree of interest in spiritual things that you have? What if they invest, and I'm not talking about monetarily, but what if they invest in the church like you invest in the church? What's going to happen to the church, and what's going to happen to them. What will happen, what will it look like if others end up following you, mimicking you, carbon copies of you? Because that's what Paul is talking about here. What if they look at the things you look at? and entertain themselves with the same things you entertain yourself with? What if they treat others just like you treat others? What if they pray as you pray? What if they read and study and know their Bibles like you do? What if they witness to others like you do? What if they act at home and at work like you act? What if they serve the Lord Jesus Christ with the same amount of passion that you serve Him with? What if they end up with the same morals that you have? What if they share your ethics? What if they follow you? What if they imitate you? What if they end up carbon copies of you? What is that going to look like? Paul said this, be ye followers, imitators, Carbon copies of me. Now, I told you I'd show you why he could make such a statement. I want you to look at the next verse, verse 17. For this cause have I sent unto you Timotheus, Timothy, who is my beloved son, that is, Paul led him to the Lord. He's his spiritual son. And faithful in the Lord, who shall bring you into remembrance of my ways. Now now look at how his ways are categorized here, described here. My ways which be in Christ, as I teach everywhere in every church. 
You and I must be able to say that. We've got to be able to say the same thing about our ways. We've got to be able to say, My ways, which be in Christ otherwise, those who are following us, and you have people following you whether you know it or not, whether you realize it or not, there are people looking up to you. There is not an exception in this house this morning, not an exception. There are people looking up to you. Now, if you can't say this, my ways which be in Christ, that means those who are looking up to you are going to be led in the wrong way. They're going to be led in the wrong way. And so my children and and my grandchildren and others in my family and, and maybe uh, neighbors and, and maybe co-workers and maybe folks in church and other young people that I'm not even aware of, people you, you, you don't even realize, they're, they're following you. That's a fact. They're following you. Now, what's that going to look like? Down the road, what will that look like for them? What's it going to look like? You understand that's why it's our duty, our duty, our spiritual duty to be followers, to be, to be imitators of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know why? People were first called Christians. They were called Christians. Think about the first part of the word, Christians, because they were followers of Christ. The, the word literally means little Christ, imitators, <laughs> supposed to be copies of Christ. That is supposed to be you, and that is supposed to be me. Now, I want to tell you something. There is no such thing, no such thing, as do as I say, not as I do. You can just save your breath, because that's not worth the breath that it took to say it. That's not worth anything. And that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. We're still in 1 Corinthians. Go to chapter 11 with me, if you will. Chapter 11. Look at verse 1. Chapter 11, verse 1. Paul, writing under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, Be ye followers of me. There it is again. Copy my life. Imitate my behavior. Walk as I walk. Talk as I talk. Live as I live. Believe as I believe. Serve as I serve. Now, how could he say that? Let's Well, let's keep reading. Even as, just as, exactly as, I also am of Christ. He said, you know what? 
You can copy me because I'm copying Christ. You can mimic my life because I'm mimicking His. You can impersonate me because I'm impersonating Him. That's what he's saying. And that's the only reason that he would dare make such a statement. There was an African chief who wrote this. A good example is the tallest kind of preaching. I like that. A good example is the tallest kind of preaching. Jonathan Edwards, that name probably rings a bell with many of you, great preacher, great writer, commentator, theologian. That he was so concerned about the example that he would set that others would surely follow that he framed this resolve. He said to never, I quote, never to do anything which I would be afraid to do if it were the last hour of my life. Let's go to Philippians. Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3. We're going to begin reading in verse 17. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 17. Brethren, believers in Christ, be followers together. Now that's one Greek word, and it comes from the exact same base word as the one we've been looking at. And it means this, co-imitators. Be co-imitators, be fellow imitators, be followers together of me. And mark them which walk so. So in other words, Paul's saying, I'm not the only good example you can follow. Mark them which are also following the example of Christ, imitating Christ. There are other good Christians, he's saying, that you can also pattern your life after, model your life after, that you can follow in their footsteps. You can mimic them. And so he said, Mark them which walk so as ye have us for an example, for a model, for a pattern. Paul, Timothy, Silas, Luke. As ye have us for an example. For many walk of whom I have told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of Christ. He said, but you better look out because there are many that you cannot pattern your life after because they have not patterned their lives after Jesus Christ. And you better mark them and you better not follow in their footsteps. Now listen, that can't be us. That cannot be you. That cannot be me. No, it made me think about what Paul instructed young Timothy concerning in 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 12. Be thou an example. Be thou an example 
of the believers. Boy, here's what a believer is supposed to look like. In word, that is in your talk, in what you say. Be an example of a believer in what you say, how you talk. In conversation, that is your manner of life, your conduct, how you live your life. In charity, that's that word agape, and that selfless, sacrificial love in the way that you love God and that you love others. In spirit, that's your attitude. That's your attitude. You ever heard anybody say, boy, he's got a rotten attitude? Huh? You ever struggled with your attitude? Yes, you have, because you have a flesh. And that's why it's specifically mentioned here, attitude and your disposition and your demeanor. And Paul said, listen, Timothy, you are to set an example in spirit by the attitude that you have and your disposition and your demeanor. In faith, that means in your faithfulness to spiritual things, in your faithfulness to the Lord, and in your, your, the trust that you have, this, this unwavering confidence and, and trust that you have in, in the Lord and in His Word that keeps you steady and keeps you steadfast, keeps your testimony strong for the Lord. And in purity, cleanliness, and righteousness. And by the way, that, is, that means in your motives as well as in your actions. In the things that you do and why you do them. And Paul is saying, listen, if, if, if you're an example, boy, it, to the, of the believer, then these qualities are going to have to be present in your life. This is what your life has to look like right here. Timothy, these qualities have to be present in your life if you're going to be the right example for others to follow. Now, the same is true for us. The same is true for us. In studying this, my mind started replaying some things. And I went back. 38 years to when I got saved and I thought about the different people who set good examples and uh, I started following. Boy, it makes a difference. Well, it makes all the difference in the world, actually. And I could, think, I could start naming names, but I'm not going to do that, but... Of, of people who, boy, they were, they were solid, they were godly, they set the right example, and I've just, I've just been following. I've still got people like that that I look up to who are faithful and solid. Again, I'm not mentioning names. That's how you get in trouble, by the way. If you're ever public speaker, don't start mentioning names. You get yourself in trouble. But you understand what I'm saying. Because you have people that you look up to and you think back and you, and you think, boy, he impacted my life for the Lord. What an example. She was a great example and, and, and someone that I could follow. Impacted my life 
for the Lord. Now, this guy that I'm going to quote now, he, he was just a uh, secular writer. He was an author. But, here, but boy, he said something really good. Children have never been very good at listening to their elders. Anybody want to say amen? <laughs> but, but they have never failed to imitate them. They must, they must imitate them. They have no other models. James Baldwin wrote that. Now, you're still in Philippians. Go to chapter 4 with me. Chapter 4, and let's look at verse 9. Chapter 4, verse 9. Philippians chapter 4, verse 9. Those things which ye have both learned, you've come to understand, and received, you've accepted them, and heard. You've heard me say these things. You've heard me say these things with your own ears, and seen you have observed with your eyes these things in me. See it? In me, Paul. Now, do, do, practice continually, pattern your life after. Do, and the God of peace shall be with you. God will bless your life. Can you say that? You're supposed to be able to as a believer. And you don't have an excuse, by the way any more than I do. I don't have an excuse either. But we're supposed to be able to say that. Samuel Johnson said this, Example is always more efficacious. It's always more effective than precept, than just what you say. Example. Spurgeon, you may recognize that name. He said this, A Christian should be a striking likeness of Jesus Christ. We should be pictures of Christ. Now, I don't know about you, but I've got a lot of work to do. Oh, my brethren, there is nothing that can so advantage you, nothing can so prosper you, so assist you, so make you walk towards heaven rapidly, so keep your head upwards towards the sky and your eyes radiant with glory like the imitation of Jesus Christ. Go to 1 Thessalonians with me. 1 Thessalonians. Now we're just making our way, making our way through the New Testament. But we're going to, we're going to stop when it's time, so don't get nervous. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, beginning in verse 6. Now watch this. Here, boy, this is interesting. And this is Paul, and he's talking to the, the believers in Thessalonica and the church there, the Thessalonian believers, and he says this, And ye became followers. Hey, they got it. Ye became followers. Hey, ye became imitators, carbon copies of us and of the Lord. Because you see, we were following the Lord and we were imitating the Lord. And so you became 
imitators of us and consequently of the Lord because we were just following Him. We're just imitating Him. Having received the Word, that is the Word of God, the Gospel, in much affliction, they were persecuted for believing the Gospel with joy, with gladness and delight of the Holy Ghost so that ye were in samples Now look at that. You became models and patterns to all that believe in Macedonia and Achaia, that is the other churches, the believers there. For from you sounded out the word of the Lord, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place your faith to God is spread abroad so that we need not to speak anything. This is the way it's supposed to work. Paul said, I want to tell you something. He's there. There's those people in the church at Thessalonica, those believers, the Thessalonian believers. He said, look at this. Now you have become followers of us. And now, and now the churches and the believers in Macedonia and and over there in Achaia, Now they have become followers of you who were following us, who were following the Lord. You understand, this passage is a perfect example of of the way it's supposed to work. This is the way that it is supposed to work. And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also me, thou, others, till Jesus comes. That's the way it's supposed to work. There it is. Paul mimicked Christ. The Thessalonian believers mimicked Paul. The believers in Macedonia and Achaia mimicked the believers in Thessalonia, in Thessalonica. That's the way it's supposed to work. Richards said this, This is a call to reproduce in our own way of life those godly qualities that we see in others. The idea is intimately linked with the thought that believers ought to be clear living examples of the practical implications of a total commitment to Jesus Christ. Jim Elliott, great missionary, gave his life trying to reach the Aka Indians, and here's what he said. I have been reading Brainerd's diary much today. By the way, he was a missionary to the native Indians. Brainerd was. Well, I've been reading Brainerd's diary much today. It stirs me up much to pray and wonder at my nonchalance while I have not power from God. I have considered Hebrews 13, 7 just now regarding the remembrance of certain ones who spake the word of God, consider the outcome of their life, and imitate their faith. I recall now the challenge of Goforth's life. He was a missionary to China. And by my spirit, 
that's a book, read in the summer of 1947, The Encouragement of Hudson Taylor's Spiritual Secret, that's a book, and The Growth of a Soul. By the way, Hudson Taylor was a missionary to China. There are incidents which instruct me now from the reading of J.G. Patton's biography, read last winter. He was a missionary to the islands of the South Pacific. And now this fresh spirit quickened history of Brainerd, oh Lord, let me be granted grace to imitate their faith. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. You're still there. Look at chapter 4, beginning in verse 1. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 1. Furthermore, then, we beseech you, brethren, and exhort you by the Lord Jesus, that as ye have received of us how ye ought to walk and to please God. We have set the example before you. So ye would abound more and more. You follow this testimony. You follow this example. (laughs) You're going to abound more and more. You're going to be faithful and fruitful. For ye know what commandments we gave you by by the Lord Jesus. Again, same idea. You follow our example. You follow the pattern. You follow the model because we're following Christ. And all of this that we're doing is from the Lord Jesus Christ. And you follow this example. You follow our example. You are going to abound. You're going to be faithful and Fruitful. F.B. Meyer, and he was a theologian. Children mostly resemble their father. Oh boy, pray for my children, would you? (laughs) Children mostly resemble their father. There is often an unmistakable family likeness which compels the most casual observer to exclaim, He's the very image of his father. Oh, that in each of us, there might be that which would make men think of God. Quickly go to 2 Thessalonians. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. We're almost finished here. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. And look at verse 7. 2 Thessalonians 3 and verse 7. For yourselves know how ye ought to Follow us. Pattern yourselves after us. For we behave not ourselves disorderly among you. No, we imitated Christ before you. Neither did we eat any man's bread for naught, but wrought with labor and travail night and day that we might not be chargeable to any of you. We set the example before you in faithfulness, in humility, in in compassion, Not because we have not power, but to make ourselves, here it is, an example, a a model, a pattern unto you to follow, to copy, to imitate us, us. There are those who are following you. Whether you realize that or not, that's a fact. They're, They're imitating you. What's that going to look like down the road? Where are you taking them? Where are you you leading them? 
I heard somebody say one time, well, I'm not trying to influence anybody. I don't want influence. You have it anyway. There's nothing you can do about it. You have influence. The only question is, is it good or is it bad? But you have influence and you are influencing others. And there are people looking up to you and you don't even know about it. There were people I, I was looking up to all those years ago. They didn't even know about it. I knew about it. Well, I'm thankful for the ones who led me in the right direction. What kind of influence are you? Pulpit Commentary wrote this. By the way, Pulpit Commentary is a collection of a lot of different theologians. If I lined the books up, they'd go across the stage here. That's it's a huge volume. Christ not only died as a sacrifice, but lived as an example. He is the great example whom we must imitate. The pattern of new creation. He was raised. The original, he's the original of which all believers are copies. And if we had time, we could go to Romans 6. We don't. We've been raised following Christ who was raised. We've been raised to walk in newness of life and to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Hebrews, go there with me. We're going to finish there. Hebrews chapter 6. Hebrews chapter 6. And verse 12, Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 12. That ye be not slothful, don't be sluggish and dull and lazy and lukewarm and indifferent, but just the opposite, followers, imitators, carbon copies of them who through, through faith, unwavering conviction and trust, who through faith and patience, boy, they endured, they persevered, they were faithful, they were steadfast, inherit the promises. Follow them. They didn't quit. They didn't quit. You're going to fizzle out or are you going to finish strong? I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I could not count the number of people that I've seen fizzle out over the last 38 years. It's sad. It's very sad. Here's what I want to be able to say with the Apostle Paul. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I didn't fizzle. I finished. I have kept the faith. My kids and my grandkids did not say what happened to Papa. No way. No way. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness 
which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Listen. We're not going there. We're out of time. But there's another passage in Hebrews that talks about following the faith of the faithful. It's just the same idea. And here's what I want to say to you. Don't ever let anybody lead you astray. Don't ever let anybody lead you astray. And don't you ever lead anybody astray. Don't ever lead anybody astray. This is for all of us. We ought all be able to say, follow me as I follow the Lord. And people are following you. Where are you leading them? Where are you taking them? What's it going to look like for them down the road? Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. We need it, desperately need it. I pray you'd use it in our hearts, challenge us, change us, convict us, conform us to the image of thy Son. We want to be faithful. We want to be Christ-like. Father, we want to be faithful examples that if others were to follow us, they would be following Christ. Help us, we pray. Please help us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.